If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Check this out. This is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Read. This is the anthem that we play every time we talk about the stream of illegal aliens that are pouring into our country. From south of the border, Mexico to Texas. And then they pound the hound on their way to the Port Authority in New York, courtesy of Catholic Charities, which takes federal tax dollars and then sends them north to our city, where we have to pay for everything. Not Catholic Charities, because they're getting funded by the federal tax dollars that are coming into their trough. Unbelievable. And now we see there's an invasion from up north as illegal aliens will take a flight from Mexico City. They'll go to Quebec, Toronto, and then work their way down through Vermont, through New Hampshire, through Plattsburgh in New York. And guess what? Next stop, the Port Authority of New York City, Nueva New York. In fact, the estimate is there are at least 200 illegal aliens that we know of each and every day pouring into our city. And guess who's paying for it, ladies and gentlemen? Us, the New York City sucker taxpayers. Because our mayor, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan. Well, not my mayor, because he's mayor of the illegal aliens. Decided long ago... In the hot, sweltering days of August, that he would be the illegal aliens, Papa Chulo. And as he said in his $5,000 customized suit when the first buses arrived at the Port Authority, Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? And they said, You, because you're our Papa Chulo. Let's have immediate translation services to assist that people can have access to the services that are already available. We have to expand uh, NYC care to make sure everyone has health care. We need to make sure we have proper translation services in our schools so that we can start building out the future as well. We are going to fulfill our moral and legal obligation to house everyone that enters uh, New York City. Uh, that is what we have done, and that is what we will continue to do. And we've continued to do it to the point where there are 109 hotel, motel, Holiday Inn Expresses, three-star, top-shelf hotels that have been leased out by the city of New York with our city tax dollars. 
in order to provide the illegal aliens a room, $190 a night, three squares, and all the amenities that a hotel guest coming into New York City would actually be paying taxes might have to accommodate us with over their visit. What a shanda. What a disgraziata. And the other part of that equation is the Roman Catholic Church, the Archdiocese of New York, apparently not at all concerned that they have to now close 12 more parochial schools. That's 12 more schools that were providing a better education than most of the public schools who were in their same areas. But their doors will have to close because there's no dollars for the locals, for the citizens' kids. But there's plenty of dollars from the federal tax uh, payers that gets filtered through Catholic charities to bring more and more illegal aliens in from south of the border. Why? Because predominantly, since they're from Central America, they're from South America, Dominican Republic and Haiti, they are predominantly Catholic. And that means they're going to fill up the aisles of the empty pews on Sunday's English-speaking masses, and then they're going to pack the house later in the day when there's either a Spanish-language mass or a Creole mass, like the parish that I grew up in in Canarsie, OLM, Our Lady of Miracles. If not for the Haitian-Americans there, There would be nobody in the English-speaking Mass earlier in the day on Sunday, but later on in the day for the Creole language Mass, boy, they have to actually put uh, jumbotrons outside for the overflow. So I know this game that Cardinal Dolan is playing. A dollar for the illegals and a dollar for Catholic charities. With these words that welcomed all these illegal aliens side by side with Eric Adams when he said, Who's your daddy? I'm your Papa Chulo. Come one, come all. These just aren't cases. These just aren't, uh, these just aren't problems. <clears throat> these just aren't statistics. These are not just refugees and asylum seekers in the plural. These are people with names and with dads and moms. They've had a terrible journey. But yet they're filled. I don't see any animosity or any. They're filled with gratitude. They said people have helped us on the way. The church has been there. No, no. Church has been there. Yeah. With our federal tax dollars. And by the way, they show gratitude. They're so welcoming and so thankful that we're letting them in illegally where they'll end up with an asylum hearing in the five boroughs of the city of New York 12 years from now. Remember the first hotel that was procured for their housing? The venerable Milford Plaza, which we used to watch those commercials late at night on Channel 9, the Superstation, before the Joe Franklin show. Remember how they would run endlessly? Come on along, I'll take you to the lullaby of Broadway. The Hippery and Ballyhoo. The lullaby of Broadway. And in the center of it all. Stay at the Milford Plaza Hotel with cocktail, dinner, and breakfast for $49.50 per person. Discover why we are the lullaby of Broadway. The Milford Plaza is the lullaby of Broadway. Uh, and now it's called NYC Row. It had gone into bankruptcy. They went into bankruptcy court, and they found a sucker to bail them out. Who? Us, the taxpayers, who went in there and said, hey, we'll lease all of your 600 rooms the Eric Adams uh, administration. And now they live and they occupy the old Milford Plaza right in the heart of the Great White Way Broadway. And we've received report after report 
from the uh, people who actually have to supply the services to these illegals, all of them from Venezuela, Maduro land, <laughs> Hugo Chavez land, in which they refuse to eat the food. They say it's not culturally appropriate. They want con arroz habichuelas with a chuleta on top, a pork chop, at our expense. And then they're smoking weed. They're drinking carrona. Yeah, and they want the gusano in there, the worm. They don't just want normal uh, corona, you know, that you get at the deli or the bodega. And all of a sudden, they're, 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 they're having sex in the stairwells, and that city's taxpayers' expenses. And you say, where was the mayor yesterday? In the midst of this crisis, in which he was shilling for money from the so-called friends, fair-weather friends, that he claims that he has... As you know, Eric Adams has said that he is the Biden of Brooklyn. He gets no response from Joe Biden. His friend, the schmuck to putz, Chuck E. Cheese Schumer, as he shakes the uh, the coin jar, right? What does he get? He gets Ugats. He gets Bupkis. And then what about from Hakeem Jeffries? They like to recite their rap lyrics that they listen in growing up to Biggie Smalls, but he gives us nothing. And then from Kathy Crimewave Hochul in uh, Albany, she gives him nothing, not even belly button land. But, oh, what was the mayor doing yesterday? Oh, where was he? Oh, he was, he was where? At the Fun Fest Bowling Center on Strickland Street in the heart of Brooklyn and Mill Basin, where I've been there many times playing sparkle ball? Oh, is he bowling for dollars? Remember the TV uh, game show Bowling for Dollars where you get an opportunity to win cash? Except in this case, Eric Adams had two gutter balls which meant he got nothing. So he's got time to go bowling. Uh, time to go bowling at taxpayers' expense, moaning and groaning that he doesn't have enough money. He finally submitted an invoice to the federal government four days before the end of that invoice could be, and he's saying that he needs $4 billion. $4 billion, but he'll take it in chunks. Yeah, you could give us three hundred million here, three hundred million there, three hundred million there, and so far from FEMA, absolutely jack diddly squat, no response. And you say FEMA, hold on, FEMA, they're there for natural emergencies. They're there for tornadoes that have done devastation in Mississippi. Okay, that's good. They were there for Superstorm Sandy that wiped us out along the Jersey Shore and parts of the boroughs of the five that we live in, and of course the South Shore of Long Island. That's good. FEMA is there for natural emergencies. Uh, the hurricane that came ashore, remember, Fort Myers, Lee County in uh, Florida. And that, and that brings up Florida. And that brings up Florida Republican Governor Ron DeSantis, who I'm backing uh, for the Republican nomination when he takes on, if he takes on Donald Trump and any of the other uh, candidates. He is implementing some of the toughest restrictions on illegal aliens ever in the United States. He's got a bill that would make it a felony to shelter, hire, or transport illegal immigrants into or within Florida. It would also require hospitals to ask patients their immigration status and report it to the state and direct law enforcement officers to provide assistance to the federal authorities enforcing U.S. immigration laws. That's ICE, Limigre, Immigration and Naturalization Service cooperating with the best federal law enforcement agency that has a finger on the pulse 
of the stream of illegal aliens coming in and out of our country, mostly south of the border from Mexico into California, Arizona, New Mexico, and Texas, but now increasingly as they fly to Quebec and Toronto, coming from in our northern border with Canada into Vermont and New Hampshire and Plattsburgh and New York, and then coming right on down to New York City. They know who the illegal alien drug dealers are. They know who the illegal alien sex traffickers are, the narco-terrorists, the gangbangers from 18th Street, the Mexican gang, and MS-13 from El Salvador. And this bill would also invalidate out-of-state driver's license issued to illegal immigrants and prevent them from being admitted to the state bar. Now, look at the difference between how DeSantis is handling this as governor of Florida, which needs illegal aliens. I mean, when the superstorms hit and the hurricanes hit, a lot of times it's the illegal aliens shaping up for day labor at 5 o'clock in the morning along Old Dixie Highway. If you've ever gone down there along Palm Beach County right into Dade County, the illegal aliens are out there at 5 in the morning. They'll work hard. They go into the muck and mire. They'll do the things that our sons and daughters would never even consider while they're sitting on a couch, scraping the barnacles off their backside, playing video games. And in the course of a disaster, even here when we had Superstorm Sandy devastate the Rockaways, devastate parts of Coney Island, the south shore of Long Island, and the Jersey shore from Point Pleasant down to Wildwood and other parts, oftentimes it was the illegal aliens shaping up In the wee hours of the morning, near the railroad tracks in Freehold, New Jersey, they were being picked up. They didn't ask for hazmat suits. They didn't ask for gloves. They didn't ask for any kind of protective gear. And they went in and they dealt with the black mold that nobody else wanted to deal with. So this is the problem we have, ladies and gentlemen. The answer is not necessarily what DeSantis is doing, which is dropping the hammer completely on illegal aliens. And it's not the answer that Cardinal Dolan and Eric Adams intend and are doing by opening up the gates and welcoming all illegal aliens in at us to suck in New York City's taxpayers' expense. Talking about this is the Riffin' Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. I used to be a stick-up kid, so I think of all the devious things I did. I used to roll up. This is a hole-up. Ain't nothing funny. Stop smiling. You still don't nothing move but the money. But now I learn to earn because I'm righteous. I feel great, so maybe I might just search for a nine-to-five. If I strive, then maybe I'll stay alive. So I walk up the street whistling this, feeling out of place, because, man, do I miss a pen and a paper, a stereo, a taper, me and Eric being a nice big plate of this, which is my favorite dish, but without no money it's still a wish, cause I don't like to dream about getting paid, so I dig into the books of the rhymes that I made, so now to test to see if I got pulled, hit the studio, cause I'm paid in full, paid in full, Eric B, and uh, Rakeem, the classic ode to why you ought to put your toolies down, your guns, no longer be a stick-up kid. And maybe drop some rap rhymes and become a big-time rapper. Normally, that's when you're either in Juvie Hall or you're on Rikers or they ship you upstate or you're in Rahway or you're in Trenton State. I know they changed the name of those prisons, but it doesn't change what's behind those four walls. Not at all. So the bottom line is you got to stop 
these young men from becoming stick-up kids to begin with. And the front page of the New York Post says it all today. The cost. After defund the police and justice reforms, U.S. children killed by guns jumped 50%. The majority of them, yeah, you can figure it out. African-American, mostly young males, and we're predominantly in the hood. What major cities? Well, it's New York City. It's Philly. It's Los Angeles. It's San Francisco. It's Atlanta. It's Baltimore, Body Bag City. It's Washington, D.C. We can run it down. And you know what the missing ingredient is? There's no more stop and frisk. No more stop and frisk. Police departments in all of these cities have been told, you don't roll up on teenage thugs and thugettes that you know are packing two leads. And it is so obvious now that the weather is getting warm again. They got the fanny pack, not around their waist like used to be worn in the 80s during the age of crack, where you'd have the drugs in one pouch, the money in the other pouch, and maybe a 22 for protection in the other pouch. Now they wear it slung over their shoulder. And what they carry in that pouch is a 9 millimeter. They got a few clips. They got some money and they got some drugs. And they're standing out there eye-fornicating and mad-dogging other young men, predominantly African-Americans. I saw it yesterday myself. The weather was so good. I had to get up to Stamford, Connecticut and address a group of 500 Orthodox Jews that were still in the midst of celebrating Passover. And I was able to give them a lecture, a lot of things that they didn't want to hear about anti-Semitism. But, hey, that's what I do. I stir up the pot because I, Curtis Lee, will say things that nobody else will dare say. And I'm telling you what I saw in the corner of 125th in Amsterdam in the shadow of the projects right before we were getting on the West Side Highway to take us all the way up to Cross County and then the New England Thruway all the way up to uh, Stanford. This is what I saw. I saw some young African-American men hanging out, and clearly they were up to no good. You could just tell. And I know the cops, they have a lot of those same instincts. Normally, what cops would have done, whether they were uniformed and in a marked car or if they were in an undercover car, the prefer is do a jump out, put them up against the fence and do a stop and frisk. You could just tell that they were waiting for another group of young African-American youth to pass by. They were throwing gang signs. They were throwing blood signs. Now, under normal circumstances, I might have done a jump out. But under the circumstances that exist in Alvin Bragland, believe it or not, I would get arrested and they would be turned loose, even if I came across a 9-millimeter fully loaded, and they were good to go and shoot another African-American in the head. you got to do stop and frisk. We talk about Alvin Bragg. You look at Eric Gonzalez in Brooklyn. He's a guy that doesn't get attention. In many instances, he's worse than Alvin Bragg in the largest of the boroughs. If you get caught with a loaded 9-millimeter gun, he sends you to a diversion program in Red Hook. Go ahead, call up the Kings County uh, District Attorney's Office and say, you mean you get caught with a loaded 9mm? You go to a diversion program once a week and you promise your counselor you'll never do it again? And you get pizza and Coca-Cola at taxpayers' expense? That's all you have to do for a month. Four visits and you're made good. No record, no ceiling record, no arrest whatsoever. A diversion program. So look... 
These guns in the streets are hitting black youth the hardest, particularly black males, and in these predominant cities that I've mentioned to you. Let's go through it. New York City, black mayor. Philadelphia, white mayor. Los Angeles, black mayor. San Francisco, black mayor. Baltimore, black mayor. Washington, D.C., black mayor. Atlanta, black mayor. Chicago, right, brand new socialist, black mayor. And what have we rewarded Chicago with? The crime capital of America? The DNC, the Democratic hierarchy that determines where their national convention will take place. And by the way, they don't pay for it. We do. I don't know if you're aware. Taxpayers pay for both the DNC convention and the RNC convention that will be taking place in Milwaukee. Another crime-filled city with a predominant number of victims of gun violence are young black males, and the predominant number of those that are committing the crimes are young black males, and they refuse to do stop and fresh. But at the top of the heap of violent crime in America is Chicago. So the DNC has said no to Eric Adams, absolutely no to Eric Adams, who again yesterday in his attempt to drive down violence in the streets of New York City, the five boroughs, by predominantly black uh, male youth against other black male youth. What was he doing? He was attending an anti-violence bowling event hosted by the 70th Precinct at the Fun Fest Bowling Center. Uh, he got two uh, <laughs> gutter balls. How the hell do you fight gun crime in the streets of New York City? Black-on-black crime, black thugs on black, mostly innocent black youth by bowling for dollars. How stupid that is. And by the way, Eric Adams, you lost your bid to be the host of the DNC convention. Notice they didn't make that decision until the socialist won in Chicago against the moderate Democrat. That's the reward to the socialists. Now, what are they going to do in Chi-Town? Are they going to build a green wall like we have in Baghdad, four square miles around the center of the city, which houses all the embassies, which houses the government buildings, all a result of our ill-fated invasion to search for weapons of mass destruction in 2003? It's a 10-foot tall wall, three feet thick, to prevent incursions into the epicenter, and you can't even venture out of there. How is that working out? Is that? What's going to have to be done for the DNC? And then Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, mayor of the illegal aliens. What a dopey thing he said today in Times Square, where if you're walking around in Times Square, whether you're a tourist or you're a local or local, people selling weed, nickel and dime bags, they're selling uh, powder cocaine openly, they're selling shrooms. All kinds of crimes are being committed right there in what is the gateway of the world, Times Square. And this is his answer for the crime problem in Times Square, in addition to signs that say, don't carry your guns here. How crazy is this? We can build a better product in public safety. We want to add to our decrease in crime that you're seeing in the city. And how's he going to do that? By the way, that cut was lousy. It talks about putting a robot in Times Square as a member of the police department. A robot. This is like going back to Lost in Space. Remember when we were watch Captain Will Robinson? Danger, Will Robinson. Danger, no, Will Robinson. Danger, danger, Will Robinson. Danger, no, Will Robinson. Danger, danger, Will Robinson. Danger, no, Will Robinson. Tell so me get this straight. We're going to have a cop who's a robot 
touring around Times Square every time the robot sees a problem. It's going to go, danger, Eric Adams, danger, danger, danger. How ridiculous, how ludicrous is this? So we're going to have, let me get this, robots replacing men and women who are cops. We're down to 32,500 police, a very precarious level, and it ain't getting better. And we were told, oh, the new PBA contract, a starting salary, 55000 with benefits. Men and women, oh, they're going to be storming the Bastille. They're going to want to take the test. Well, we'll see. But in reality, how do you replace those that are being siphoned off as we speak? Police departments from around the country who allow us to recruit and train and vet out police officers at $100,000 a head at College Point, the police academy. Let them get seasoned two or three years busting their shoes in New York City, and then they come in and recruit them. With money that is greater than 55000 a year, with opportunities at not just um, moving up the ranks, but in terms of housing, quality of life, better schooling for your children, when you're asking a man or a woman that has a family that can base, basically barely make ends meet, are they going to stay in it with the NYPD and be replaced by ro- robots? You know, it's all part of artificial intelligence. Don't, don't hire people. Hire robots as if suddenly they're going to address the problems. Ain't going to happen. <laughs> Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan. Remember, he's the mayor of the illegal aliens. He ain't my mayor. But then again, children are in danger, not just in the urban battlegrounds where police officers have been told, don't do stop and frisk. Don't do stop and frisk in New York City. Don't do stop and frisk in Chicago, Philly, Baltimore, Body Bag City, Washington, D.C., Atlanta, San Francisco, L.A., Phoenix. I can go down on and on and on. Don't do stop and frisk. But then all of a sudden, if you happen to be a revered religious figure with so many of the trendoids and freakazoids, follow you. All those years in his chiffon robe, Richard Gere and the other freaks from Hollywood who believed that the spirit of God, the spokesperson of God, was a Dalai Lama. And you would hear in the background the Tibetan throat singing and you would say, oh God, it's the call of God. And then I have often said, you know, religion oftentimes protects pervs and pedophiles on a regular basis. We've seen that in the Roman Catholic Church. We've seen that in other religions. And it was on view for all of you to see with the Dalai Lama as he demanded that this eight-year-old kid he came up from the audience and just wanted to hug the Dalai Lama because he had been brainwashed that somehow he was like the voice of God, you know, the extension of God. This is what the Dalai Lama said. And suck my tongue. <laughs> Can I hear that again? This is the Dalai Lama that some of you revere that you think is like at the, uh, uh, at the side of God. And suck my tongue. <laughs> he sticks his tongue out, and he tells the eight-year-old kid to suck his tongue. What a perv, what a pedophile. And the audience of his followers were laughing, and they say, oh, you know, sometimes the Dalai Lama, he likes to joke around. Is that is that joking around, ladies and gentlemen? Is that also endangering youth? And now all of a sudden they claim that uh, there is a Mongolian boy 
who has been named the new Buddhist Lama by the Dalai Lama. And it just so happens that his family is the richest family in Mongolia. And how much money have they given the Dalai Lama to christen him as his replacement? I guess maybe uh, when that happens, uh, that young boy will have to ascend to the stage. And what will the Dalai Lama tell him, Lou? Ed, suck my tongue. (laughs) Ed, suck my tongue. And maybe uh, suck something else, right? A bunch of freaks. So much of organized religion over the centuries has just been a protection, a cloak for people who are pedophiles on a pedestal. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Spectacular! Now, here's the sin wrap-up. Oi! And the strangled cries of lawyers in love. God. I don't know what it is of late. Uh, you know, every time I listen to Sid Rosenberg and his uh, friends, the two guys who keep popping up, like Heckle and Jekyll, are the two lawyers that uh, went to school with him originally at Poly Prep Day School. What kind of a man's man would say, oh, I went to Poly Prep Day School, right? And I'm wondering if these two guys, because it's a, it's a pricey uh Pricey tuition. Wondering if, uh, Lou, is it possible that they got a mob scholarship knowing that these young Italian-American guys in the future would be needed to defend the mobsters choking on their lobsters, members of organized crime, which is how they made their bones? Who am I talking about? Uh, Arthur Idala and Joe Tacopina. Oh, they're the very dearest friends of Sid Rosenberg. He talks about them ad nauseum. But you got to know the real deal. Like, for instance, Arthur Idala was on this morning. Well, is he like a, a regular member? Is he on like three times a week now? Making his third visit in a week, Artie Idala. It's funny because you talk about Tack being with Trump those two days. But after Tacopina left Trump, he came to see me. Uh, Joe did. Not, not, the, not the president, but Joe did. Oh, so Tacopina came to see Arthur Idala. Uh, both of whom had made their bones early on in their legal career, representing mobsters choking on their mobsters, uh, on their lobsters, members of uh, Italian organized crime. Okay. Uh, what bothers me about Arthur Idala is now that he's on, what, three times a week? That's what I'm on three times a week. Uh, uh, Sid will probably have uh, him bump me because he wants sickle fans, toadies, and lackeys. Arthur Idala represented the perv of all pervs, a monster Harvey Weinstein. And everybody said, well, remember, every monster is entitled to defense. I get that. But after Arthur Idala and the team lost in uh, Manhattan court, uh, and then Harvey Weinstein went out to Los Angeles and lost there because it was proven again and again and again that this guy was a monster, a perv, sexually violating Female after female, it's like, how does he even look at himself in the mirror? 
And then he moved for an appeal before the appellate division. He went to the five-judge panel, and they found that the trial judge, Jim Burke's actions were appropriate and did not warrant overturning Weinstein's conviction. But you see, Sid, whether he knows it or not, will never ask Arthur Idala, why did you then go to your crooked friend, Frank Carone, another crooked lawyer in Brooklyn, who was the chief of staff of Mayor Eric Adams at that time, and demand that this great judge, Jim Burke, law and order judge, one of the few in existence, who was appointed by Rudy Giuliani, not get another five-year term. And you were crying like a little baby, crying. Say, oh, he used foul language at me. He disrespected me, Frank, in court. And Frank Caronte, he doesn't disrespect anybody who's a Eric Adams supporter. We'll fix him. And Jim Burke was not given another five-year term, even though he's proven to be one of the few law and order judges that still exist in the city of New York, appointed, as I said, by Rudy Giuliani. So I guess now we have the lawyers in love. They're kissing one another. It's like, oh, my God, they're lip-locking. It's almost like the Dalai Lama sticking his tongue out to the eight-year-old kid. Hey, kiss me on my tongue. It's like, it, it, it makes me want to project our vomit, especially Joe Tacopina, that I know screwed Bernie Carrick. Bernie Carrick was his client, remember? And then all of a sudden, Joe Tacopina went to the feds and gave them information against his client. How do you do that? And then come on, and then Sid talks about how they're the greatest attorneys. And by the way, yesterday I was praising Sid. Remember he came back from his trip to London, and he realized that a city could be different than ours. And this is what he had to say. You heard me right away take both uh, Adams, the mayor, and Hochul, the governor, to task. I'm going to tell you the truth. At the risk of pissing off my friend Eric, I must have mother after Adams a hundred times during this trip. By the way, I didn't see any smoke shops didn't smell weed everywhere. A couple of kids, college kids, were smoking weed on the corner in Cardiff. But you're right. You go to another major, major city, which has a lot of the same things we've got, and there is no reason. There's no reason for the filth and the homeless and the drugs and the guns and the crime and all our politicians do, all of them, is make excuses. And yet, today, when he came on the airwaves, day two back, his phone must have blown up on Monday from uh, Frank Caron chastising him. His brother, Anthony Caron, the two crooks there, friends of Eric Adams, and probably Eric Adams himself saying, yo, Sid, you can't talk about me that way. And today, no mention of that whatsoever. Let's see if he goes at Eric Adams tomorrow. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.